Unique New York. 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 Oh, yeah. We're going to be way better in 2020, Brian. Yeah, we're going to be uh, off the charts, hitting all the top 10 Spotify podcasts. Yeah, that's what we're after here is the top 10 Spotify podcasts. Right now, to the loyal listeners that have been with us for the, well, part-time in 2019, we appreciate your continued support. Tell your friends, tell your family. Let's make this a great podcast. Yeah, um... Not spamming the uh, listeners, Mark. We'll uh, we'll get right into the podcast. What do people want to hear? You know. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay, so there's something you wanted to tell me coming into this this uh, part two of this uh, year in review. Yeah. So last time uh, to start the podcast, you asked me what was the worst gift I've ever received. Now. At the time, I couldn't think of anything, but over the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about it, and I do remember the worst gift I ever received. It was from you, Mark. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> On my 24th birthday, I received some snail mail from you, and I could recognize it was from you because it had your name on it as a return address. Yes. Um, and I opened it up. It's a nice card. Happy birthday. Great. Thank you for the card, Mark. I opened it up. And I'm expecting maybe like a scratch ticket for like two bucks or something. But no, it was a cutout of a flyer for a grocery store that had a sale on asparagus for $1.79. I stand by that gift, Brian, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> I know you to be a big asparagus guy, asparagus guy. And I figured you would appreciate that kind of sale. And instead of, well, I was already sending you a birthday card. I saw it in the, you know, while I was gradually, like, you know, just glancing through the paper. Thought you might like it. And I put it in there. You, you imply that that was the gift. But it was a happy birthday. Hey, plus, did you know there's a sale on asparagus? $1.79, man. Typically, when you put something in the card, though, that's the gift. Well, anyways, uh, we'll let bygones be bygones on that one. Also, um, do you do you sh- like actually look in grocery store flyers, or was that a one-off? No, that was a one-off. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I rarely do that. I rarely look through flyers. Or no, I'm not one of those. Not a couponer. No, I'm lazy. I'm lazy as it all. It's surprising that we even put this together. That's how that's how lazy I am. Now, I'm just getting a random thought here. That's what we do on this podcast. We talk about random thoughts. Yep. You you have terrible taste in TV, right, Mark? Well, <laughs> that's, I mean, I, I have not met too many other people with my taste in TV. <laughs> Let's just say you, that. You seem like an extreme couponing kind of guy on TLC. Did you ever watch that show? <laughs> no. I, you know what? I can't subscribe to TLC. Okay. TLC is my limit. <laughs> It is, uh, I can't, I cannot, I'm not one of those people. I like, I like, you know what? There's a lot of people like me, actually, though, Brian. What? People that like reality TV? They love the game shows. They love Big Brother. Mm -hmm. I love Big Brother. I have a, uh, I have a fantasy pool with Big Brother that's exploded. Yeah, you've told me about it. Um, it's, it's becoming very exclusive. You know what? Actually, because we're a big fantasy pool guy. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts about this. Okay, um, and then I'll, I'll get you back to the other shows that I that I listen to. I promise, folks. I'm trying to be better here in 2020. <laughs> but um, so I had my aunt wanted to join the Big Brother pool, and then she's like, "We just need to change everything about it. Like, I want to join your pool. Yeah, that you created. Yeah, and like I do, like I do points for uh, can't comeback victories. I do points for." Um, you know, basically, if you're top four, that's when you start going four, three, two, one type thing. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. That's when you start making points. You make points if you get to the jury. Like I have this whole elaborate thing. You have to pick five, five people, and they're like, "No, that'll never work. You have to do it like this. You just pick one person." I was wow. like, "There might be like twenty people in this pool. There's not enough people in Big Brother to do that." Yeah. And even if there was, it's my pool. Exactly. You can't just jump into my pool and say, yeah, I'm in. And I, I don't you know like what it. she wanted to do. She wanted to hijack your pool 
only for the participants that were in your pool. Yeah, she saw that this this became uh, a corporation overnight, and that that this pool was was raising hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and she just uh, she just wanted to take it over, and I said nope, and I said you're either out of the pool, or you're playing by my rules. Did she play in the pool? We're coming into this year. We'll see if she even makes it. Oh but, man, uh, she sounds like she's, she's a fringe guy. Oh, she might be a fringe guy, <laughs> and you know what? Go, going into it, I know she'll never listen to the podcast. Going into it, she's on thin ice. I may just not ask her to be a part of the pool. Wow. Because I just did not like the the mere idea of trying to change it right away, just like that. That's know? some uh, Mark Mullen uh, fantasy drama for the folks at home. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, or not fantasy, family drama. I guess it would be family drums, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, some of the other TV shows that I like, Mass Singer has been under big fire lately. I've been I've been trying to get everyone to watch Mass Singer. I think it's the best show on television. And I've been getting crushed about that. Brian, can you tell the folks why I'm getting crushed about that? Because I'm curious myself. Because it's a terrible show, Mel. Nobody wants to watch judges' reactions to somebody who's singing under a mask. Yeah. Do you know how fun it is? Because it doesn't matter if they're good or not. You're just trying to figure out who they are. Oh, there's clue packages. Anybody in, that loves true crime would love the mass thing. No. So if you're out there listening and you are a true crime fan, watch the mass singer. I'm, t- I'm telling you, you'll love it. You know who's going to be watching the mass singer? Kaylin Yee. <laughs> I was going to say Justin Weiss. Oh, yeah. He is the most similar to you oh, out yeah. of all of our friends. Yeah, we have to have side conversations about yeah. the Masked Singer. Or about uh, Big Brother. Tons of shows. Uh, he was in How I Met Your Mother at the same guy. time I was. Uh, you guys hated me for How I Met Your Mother. Well, no, I was a big fan for a while. And actually, I'm re watching it with Solange. So um, maybe I misjudged you on that one. It's been, that's happened before, too. <laughs> Hot 89.9. You killed me for years about Hot 89.9. And then you started listening to yourself. You're like, oh, Shay's the best. Shay's... And now, if anybody's not, that's listening, that's uh, that's in the States, for instance. Yeah. Um, Hot 89.9 is like our pop station, right? I was yeah. a big pop station guy. Yeah, and I was a big uh, classic rock guy, which is the Shay 106 station. Yeah. Now, the thing about classic rock, it's great. Yeah. But it's, nothing's new. It can't be new. It's classic. <laughs> well, no, because the there is some older bands that are coming out with new material, mm-hmm. so they can play that. But no, they basically stick to the classics. One funny segment was one day um, this guy. I think it was like his last day at work or something, and he just didn't give a fuck at all, Mark. He. Uh, Basically played New Orleans is Sinking by the Tragically Hip on repeat the entire day on Shay. <laughs> <laughs> that's where he was going to go at. Yeah, right? that's, how, that's how he's remembered. You got to admire spunk like that. I yeah. wish I could leave my jobs doing something similar to that. <laughs> um, okay, we're way off topic. We're already 10 minutes in. We do this a lot, eh? Yeah, we do. Uh, we just got so excited about doing the podcast that it is what happens. I got a proposition for you, Mark. Yep. We have a year in review. We only made it to April last uh, set, or last podcast. Yeah. I'm saying we yada, yada, yada the rest of the year. What do you think? I am up for yada, yada, yadaing the rest of the year. All right. So why don't we touch on maybe four topics? Okay. Make it under 10 minutes, and then we yada, yada, yada the rest of the year. Beautiful. We'll do that segment next. Let's do it next, and then we'll get into some new topics. Um, Actually, you know what? We can't do it next. We're going to do Brian's Burnt, burnt Brats first. Okay. Then we'll get into the year. Okay. Then we'll head into commercial. Okay. Which is extremely exciting. Uh, it's from our it's it's a year-end thing from the sponsors at Labor Day weekend. Looking forward to talking about that. I don't even know what it is, Mark, but I am also looking forward to it. And, yeah, so we got some good content coming up. Uh, we won't even give you a preview. You're just going to have to listen to find out what it is. That's a great way of doing it. We should start doing that more often. We should. Great ideas come from this podcast, Mark. Exactly. All right. Uh, I'm Brad. My name is Mark Mullen. This is Mullen and Over with Mark Mullen. Hit it, Felipe.
And now it's time for Brian's Burnt Brats. All right, Brian, what is burning your brats this week? All right, Mark. You know what's really burning my brats this week? It's you. You'll have to elaborate, Brian. This could be one of many things, I think. Well, yes, I will elaborate, Mark. We set out at the start of summer to find the best Caesar possible. Now, we even started a Caesar blog. It's called Best Caesar Yeah. We've talked about it many times on this uh, podcast. Yeah, I've heard of the I've heard of the account. It's exploding the internet, from what I understand. Yes, we're at 148 followers. Can't wait for the 150 mark. But anyways, what's burning my brats is I'm doing all the legwork. Our description says two guys trying to find the best Caesar in Ottawa, Ontario. Now I'm at 13 different Caesars, Mark, and you're at two. Well, here's what I gotta say about that, Brian. Where do you live? I live in Ottawa. You live in the heart of Ottawa. But we have Ottawa and surrounding area. The amount of bars that are around you that you could just walk to, and you only have 13? Let's talk about that, Brian. Molly, this isn't about you. This is my burnt broad segment. My brats <laughs> are burnt. They're charred all around. You can't it's not even edible. Oh wow. Don't get don't Gordon Rants me now. Brian. This is what I'm proposing, Mark. I'm proposing you get off your couch, do a couple Caesar reviews, send me the pictures in good quality. I will post it for you with your ratings. I'm going to need at least two by the end of March, or I'm kicking you out. Oh, two by the end of March. Come on, let's set the bar a little higher than that then, Brian. Let's go. No, I'm setting it low because you've only given me two since we started this thing. I'll give you two by the end of the weekend. Give me two by the end of the weekend. I need good ratings. It doesn't even have to be in Ottawa. It can be in Carl Place. Well, you know what really burns my brats about you when it comes to the Caesar review, Brian? What? Whenever I send you pictures, it's never good enough for you. I need quality pics, Mark. I send you five pictures of the Caesar, and then I, and then I'm drinking it, and then you're like, oh, no, those are, those those pics were <laughs> shit. I need another one. You know, like, meanwhile, I'm, dr- I'm drinking an $8 Caesar. I got to get another $8 Caesar just to snap more pics, try to pass your review. Well, I only want the best for our page, Mark. I need to know the standard in which I need to dig the pictures. Take you a must look at, show me. Take a look at the um, page, and you'll see the standard. I need portrait mode, Mark. You should take Young Grasshopper aside and say, let's go do a review. And I'm going to show you exactly what you got to do. And then I'll go and do it. Alright. All right, so I think we've what's... come to a conclusion that you'll give me a couple. I'll give you a couple by the end of the weekend. Perfect. That, that only gives you tonight and uh, tomorrow. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of promises come from this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, we always come through every time we promise things. <laughs> Like when we'll we'll when we'll uh, post next and everything. All right, uh, so let's burn your brats. Yeah, I was burning my brats. I just had to get that off my chest. Uh, sorry if that offended you at all, but it just had to be said. You know? No, that's what uh, friendship's all about. You know, you just uh, you just gotta. It's a little bit of give and take. Yep. Um. So why don't we go into four quick tidbits of the year, if you will. Okay. Okay. Um, we're no strangers to men's championships. We've won many over the years. But this is our uh, fourth men's soccer championship for best recreation men's recreation soccer team in Ottawa. And this year we got to play in uh, TD Place. For those that don't know what TD Place is, it is the home of the Ottawa Red Blacks and the home of the Ottawa Fury. It is the biggest stadium in Ottawa, and our men's rec team got to play there this year to win the Bob Rath World Cup, and uh, it was fantastic. Yeah, it's. Uh, they say it gets old. It doesn't. It doesn't get old. Uh, Brian, I have won this tournament six times. Six times. Yeah, four with us. Four with us, and then two with another team, which won't we won't get into. No, we won't. That's another. Uh, that's another podcast. 
I'm looking at the trophy. It's massive. Yeah, we're, you're holding it right now. Yeah, it's um, oh, it's definitely a highlight of 2019. I would say. Yeah, it was it was a great uh, time. It was it was just a fun day all around. Um, so that was one thing I wanted to talk about. I know you wanted to talk, go in a little deeper to this. Um, the Elmont Hockey League has started. Now we are both keg cup champions. Yeah. You are twice. No, you're one. Yeah, no, I'm a two-time champion. I went back-to-back. I went with, well, McNeely's team. Yeah. So here's how how that went, actually, everyone. Brian originally played in the league by himself. Yes. And then when I got back, he started. I was still at university. I come back, said, you should play in this league. I think it was just me and you that. It was that. It was just me and you, yeah. And then we were put on different teams. Yep. My team was incredible. Was your team good? My team was good, yeah. We were the Hope Balls. Oh, yeah, your team was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had uh, a good couple of years. I, anyways, I ended up winning a, a keg cup in my second year and third year of being in the league. Yeah, it took me five years to get that keg cup. Uh, I've made it to the semi... I had made it to the semifinals four straight years and never made it to the finals. And then finally, in my fifth year... With my worst team I've ever played on, we end up winning the Cake Cup. Probably the worst team in my hockey life that I have ever played on. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were on that as well. And you know what's funny? The last game we played, we just played the, the our current team. The Me and Brian are not on the same team this year. We'll, no. We'll talk all about that at some point, I'm sure. Well, this is where we were getting at, but yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways... Um, we were playing. We got. We got. Uh, we were shorthanded last game, and we got in a situation where we were playing the first place team in the league, and we had to. We had to play awful trap hockey, where we, where we park the bus, have five people on our side of the red line at all times. Wow! Just get the bo- get the puck out of the net, like out of the end, at all times. It was the exact same way we won. That is pure GMJ. 2017? Yeah, 2017 GMJ. Just the worst way to win a hockey game. But Nobody the, feels good, except you do. Yeah. <laughs> I took my I took my lap with the keg cup over my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it is a big deal. And, it, like, you know, what's funny is that your brother, Steve, it's a, it took him even longer to get the it keg did. cup. It took him, I think, seven or eight years. Was he in the league longer than you were? Uh, we joined at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, also have never played together. We draft new teams every single year for the folks back home that don't know. There's five captains. They draft their teams. And me and my brother have never been drafted together. And I was thinking about this. I was looking at the standings today because I was doing a little uh, write-up for the website. Yeah. But I think there's there's like five sets of brothers in the league. Yeah, three of them are on the same team this year. <laughs> <laughs> the the McFalls, who are rookies, both of them, didn't land on the same team, which happens. Yeah, Zorgles been like seven, eight years, never. <laughs> I know. What are the chances of that? I don't well, understand that. I think we both like playing each other, though. That's the thing, you know, the brother rivalry, you know. Oh yeah, you've dominated that series in some sports. Some sports. He's had the edge in others. Uh, right now we're tied at one one in keg cups. That's pretty good. I would love to know the all-time record of our teams playing against each other. We'll never find out, but I would love to know it. No, because you think I, I'm thinking back. Like you owned them in soccer, you hockey. Oh, it'd be pretty close. Do you know Steve Zorgo once went to the North American Track and Field Championships? No, and if you saw a picture of Steve Zorgel, <laughs> people that don't know Steve Zorgel. You'd be just as surprised as I am. In what grade, are you talking about, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was grade six, or it might have been grade eight. I don't think it was seven. For some reason, seven's not speaking to me. Okay. But his relay team, consisting of him, Pat Rooney, um, Mike Horgan, and a guy who moved away. I can't remember his last name, or his first name. But I think his first name started with the Z. Well, that's weird. Okay. Yeah, and they broke the Ontario relay record in that 
age bracket. So they were invited to the North American Track and Field Championships where they placed fifth out of eight. Wow. Pretty solid. From Elmont. From Elmont. They got flown there and everything. It was uh, it was a big deal. That's pretty cool. Yeah, wow. I, went to, I went to go watch them. It was in uh, Hershey, Hershey, Pennsylvania, uh, where they make Hershey chocolate. Yeah, they also used to uh, make Hershey chocolate very close to where we live. Yes. It's falls, but they got rid of that plant. It now makes weed. Times are changing. Yeah, you know what? I, I still argue that they should have kept the gift shop. The exact same. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's still relevant, isn't it? You mean keep the chocolate there? Yeah, keep the Hershey chocolate there. <laughs> it would be a hit. I mean, sure. it still makes sense. Absolutely. That's just my, my take on that. All right, what's uh, another thing? Okay, Mark, we didn't even get to the point of the story where you wanted to talk about the AMHL trade that happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm still with you here, Brian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that, too. Um, you want to take this one? Yeah, so... We, uh, <laughs> so early in the year, well, it was, uh, what was the draft day? It was like October 1st or 2nd of the year, uh, this year. Um, now I got to remind everyone, I have cancer at this time, so I'm not expecting my, uh, my draft stock to be too, you know, probably on the lower end of things. Yeah. Me and you are usually like round six, seven guys. Yeah. Usually we're pretty like quite close to each other. We're pretty close. It always goes the same. Somebody thinks that Brian's brother first. It says Steve Zorgel, and then the next person, whoever that is, says, oh, well, we're on the Zorgels, so I'll also take the other Zorgel. <laughs> and usually what happens after that is like, oh, well, oh, Brian Zorgel, yeah, we should take Mark Mullen. Yeah. And it's always in the sixth or the round. It is. Uh, somewhere around there. But uh, this year, obviously, with uh, with the big C, having, having to deal with that for the first month and a half or so. Um, they, that brought me down to the tenth round, which I'm still actually was flattered with. Yeah, it's a little high from what considering somebody without any white blood cells. Uh, <laughs> but as you say, championships won in 2020, not 2019. You know exactly, and it's uh, and everyone knows that the, the season really hasn't even started yet. No, just been uh, trying to suck in air. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, the the trade, the blockbuster trade that was made. Um, I was told early in the day that I was I was uh, drafted to or late in the night. I don't know. I guess late in the night. Yeah, it was late in the night, like eleven thirty at night. Yeah. Uh, on a Friday night, I remember. Yeah. Or no, on a Saturday night, wasn't it? Because we played on the. S- no, no, no. It was on the Wednesday night. It was on the Wednesday night because because they play on Sunday. Yeah. Anyways, um, so Brian. You know what? It was Thursday night. It doesn't really matter. Nobody cares. This. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to bother me if I didn't correct myself there. It was a Thursday. Um, the uh, So we are both told really quickly, you're on Brian Metcalf Landscaping. Yeah. I'm on... Um, Cody's Car I'm Care. I'm on Co- Cody's Car Care. Yeah. Cody's Car Care is captained by Sam Hopewell. Yeah. A guy that we know really well from high school. The guy's phenomenal. He's a great hockey player. Great hockey player. Great guy. I wouldn't. I was very happy. I was, I was flattered. You yeah. actually won your first uh, championship on Cody Car Care, captained by a different person. But that's true. Yep. Yeah. I have a, I have a little bit of a relationship with uh, Cody's uh, Car Care. That was when yep. we had the ugly maroon jersey. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was great. Anyways, um, so it didn't bother me. I was I was happy. I heard some of the other guys on the team, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then all of a sudden, Zach sort of sort of changes his tune he's like uh yeah there might be a trade coming up yeah like uh things might not be as they seem everyone like this is what it is right now but it might not be as it seems so zach who is a former captain the in the elmont hockey league was removed of his captaincy yeah now that is a whole different topic and i can't go we can't go into that but um had to be done it had to be done it made sense He's not a men's league player. <laughs> he's a fourth liner. He's a good. He's a good fourth liner. Fourth line grinder. Yeah, great for hits. Yeah, but in a non-contact league, makes it hard. It's hard. It is. Makes it hard. Yeah. Anyways, um, so he's stripped of his captaincy, but he does pick a pretty good team. Yeah. So as soon as he was picked by our buddy Sam Hopewell, it made sense that Sam went to him and asked him about other players in the league and what he should be doing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Zach suggested that there be a trade because somebody was. Uh, Paul Bertrand yeah. was drafted early by Sam Hopewell. Yeah. 
because we decided to go, our Brian Metcalf landscaping decided to draft a goalie early. So they said, screw it. I'm going to bet. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pick your best friend. Yeah, they do. And then um, we had in return picked a really good player himself. Uh, Brady with, uh, yeah, Brady Burke. Yeah. So that was a pretty good deal. Um, and then along with it, so Brian Metcalf landscaping, they had Shaner, they had Brady Burke, Brady Burke, and, and they had you. Yeah. And that, that was a pretty good three. Honestly, that would have been like four, five, six. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, you know, no. Uh, what's his name would have been higher. Berkeley would have been higher. Than that. Yeah. Maybe two. Bertrand probably would have been early too. So yeah. yeah anyways, you guys had Bertrand, or me. me. And it was weird because we got traded. So yeah. Cody Carker <laughs> uh, had had I bet me. The folks back home are a little confused here. Anyways, we were part of it. We were part of a trade. A three-way trade essentially occurred. In yeah. the AMHL. And me and Mark were on opposite ends of this trade. Which really does make sense, because we do play a very similar game. It's a very similar game. <laughs> it's pretty insane. It's just like a lot of other things. But <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot in soccer. You're better than me in soccer. But uh, but and hockey. Golf. And well, no, I know. I definitely would I definitely <laughs> be in golf. Like and actually I wanted to mention that I will definitely challenge you in golf. This year, I was thinking, I was dreaming about this the other night. In disbelief, <laughs> you've had uh, three good years. Yeah. Now, the yeah, the bleeding stops now. What do you mean the bleeding stops? I'm now? beating you all year next year, oh, and I'm okay. that is a personal goal of mine. I don't even care about Luke. I've been thinking about Luke too much. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I'm thinking about you, Brian, and I'm going to beat you. That's that's, that's my mission for golf next year. We can talk about it later on on another podcast. But I'm talking about it on this podcast. Just a quick segment here. Okay. Give me one bet that you're willing to make. Actually, you know what? I had one in mind. Can I just... Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll propose that. Yeah. I beat you in more of the Opens this year than you do. I place higher. Now we're we talking... Can, we can average out the rankings if you want, or uh, the positions of where we finish if you want. Okay. I don't want to do that. Okay. Why? Because I think it should just... It's golf, right? Okay. It should be the least amount of strokes to do all four of those courses. Wins. Okay, so we're counting strokes. Aggregate. Ah, I like it. Aggregate strokes over the four courses. Perfect. And whoever... You know what? It doesn't matter. Going into the last one, if I'm down 16 and I win by 17 strokes, it's over. You blew it. Okay. I like it a lot. Loser... Buys a person a round of golf the next time after the Turkey Open. And if you want to make it even more, I, l- I know you like taking bets to the next level. I was going to go to the next level. Yeah. They also have to provide the beer that day. So I'm thinking round of golf with a cart. Yep. All you can drink. Are you talking from... The golf course? No, no. I'm just saying, like, if it has to come to, if you bring a 2-4, you drink over a 2-4, <laughs> I have to go inside and get you more. That's just the way it is. Okay. All right. I like it. All you can drink. Okay. And the person must caddy for you. Perfect. Shaking hands right now, folks. For the- 2020 season. So to give a quick breakdown, we have four majors throughout the year. Yep, we talked about it last podcast. We did, perfect. I mean, it's just gonna be that we're gonna start it, I guess. In uh, when's the first one? It's U.S. Open, Open, May, long weekend. Excellent. Okay, uh, two more things we want to talk about, Mark. Should we hit a quick sponsor uh, commercial? Yeah, let's get the advertisements. Okay. Uh, all right. My name is Mark Mullen. Brian Zorro. Listen, Mullen over and Mullen. Let me paint you a picture, Mark. Give it to me, Brian. You are walking out into the middle of the lake on a cold winter day when the ice is frozen. You are going into a small, confined shed. You are cutting a hole 
out of the ice. You got your rod. You are ready to ice fish. Does that sound like a nice picture? Doesn't sound like a complete picture, Brian, I'll be honest. You're right. It's not a complete picture, but then you open up your backpack and you have the Labor Day weekend blowout sale of the year while quantities last party pack. Blowout sale of the year while quantities last blowout pack. Yes. And do you know what that entails, Mark? Well, I'll just tell you what I hope it entails, Brian. I hope it uh, entails Labor Day weekend's fabulous selection of banana brand muffins, pickles, if available, sunscreen, lures, and of course, the end of the party party pack, everyone's favorite. You are absolutely correct on all of those things, if available, pickles. Mark, it's been a real up and down week for me. Give me your, some of your ups and some of your downs then, Brian. I mean, a lot more downs than ups. The first up is that um, today is really fun. We're making our podcast. We've got hockey night in Almont tonight, so we're playing each other at 7 p.m. We've got uh, football playoffs all weekend, but that's also where my week was down, Mark. Because last week, the Bills were eliminated from the NFL playoffs on Sunday. And I've been hurting all week long. It's an unbelievable feeling. Especially, like, it's different. This is different this year. Because it felt like, wow, we have a legitimate chance to play anybody and be there in the end. Yeah, and especially since we had such a lead in that game at halftime, 16 nothing. You think you got to close that out. You got to get the next touchdown or the next point, the next points. And we only got three all second half. It's a tough feeling, and I'm still hurting about it. Um, I've been grieving all week from from the loss. Uh, can I tell you how I kind of got over it a little bit? Yeah, because I'd like to go through it with you. There's a few things that I've been doing, and I just want to check where you're at. Because um, we're both very known fans of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and I do this for a lot of my teams. We haven't seen a winning championship in our lifetime. And we have three teams especially that we're big fans of. The Bills, the Sens, and the Jays. And we have not seen them win in our lifetime. You are a Raps fan. I am not a Raps fan. So you kind of got a championship. But I, I can argue that's yeah, your D team. That's my, that's my D team. That's, yeah. That's the team you pull out if you if you really need a team. <laughs> if your other teams are disappointing you like so much that you need another team to pull you through, the Raptors did that for me last year. At least that happened last year because last year was a brutal year for us. They're kind of doing it for you like, this year too, I guess you could argue. The Bills were right there, though. That's the most frustrating part. This year is different. I was consumed with the Bills. I thought about the Bills a lot. I yeah. was on sick leave. I had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. So I just was so invested with specifically with this year's team that it, it seemed almost inconceivable to, that they would go down and lose in Houston. I didn't even really consider that as a possibility. That one really, really hurt. Um, so the next day I'm driving. I, I stayed over at Luke's place that night. Um, I tried to do my part by, you know, Going Bills Mafia on the whole thing, and if you're Bills, part of Bills Mafia, you know what I mean. I got after it a little bit, and I tried to do my part, so I couldn't obviously drive. And I, uh, I stayed over at Luke's, and on the way home, I, I have a little bit of a grieving process. Mark, do you want to hear it? Yeah, I'd love to hear the grieving process. So there's two songs in particular that I like to play after my team loses. The first one is The Doors, This Is The End. Interesting. Have you heard of it? You know what? I can't even think of The Doors, This Is The End right now, but we'll probably play it in the background as it's, as it's being played. So this is a very depressing song, Mark. It's 11 minutes long, so you have to start it and finish it. And it's enough to gather your thoughts. I reflect a lot during that song of over the year 
and how it played out, what could be different. And I've done this for all my teams. The Sens, there's been so many times where we were so close, yet so far. Exactly. And like, so you, so you play this song, it's 11 yeah. minutes long, it's on the drive somewhere. And yeah, I was driving home from Luke's. Yeah, so you had a good right? 40 so minutes in the car. 40 minutes, 11 minutes of that were dedicated to the doors. And then right after that, I go right into Simon and Garfunkel, uh, The Sound of Silence. And for those that know, The Sound of Silence, it's also quite a depressing song. But it's just what I need at that time. Now this one was so difficult, Mark, that I had to play them twice. Wow. It was That's pretty rough. much my whole ride home. You had to play them twice. I had to play them twice. <laughs> it hurt so much. I must have been one lonely, twisted ride home. <laughs> A lot of emotions. Now, I didn't cry, but like, I've been known to come, I've, I've been known as a crier in the past. More so yeah. when I'm drunk, but this time I was sober. Um, and that ride home was, was emotional. Now, I think I know what you're grieving act is after your team loses but i just want to confirm what do you like to do after your team loses cry in the shower <laughs> mostly brian i thought that's where you're going you know it's you you put so much into it you know cheering for a team that you really care about looking at all the extra things every video that comes out you watch it you really truly believe that they are a team of destiny and it turns out that they're not and and you have to deal with that you have to deal with the fact that your team didn't win and like you know that 31 other teams are dealing with the same thing but you don't really care about that that's something i realized about this year i genuinely don't care about any other fan base no. on earth other than no, bill's no, mafia no, no, no. i you can't care about any other fan base no especially like the the stuff we've gone through We've gone through decades of heartbreak, Mark. Yeah. We deserve our chance to cheer. And people were joining the bandwagon. I know. People everyone. came out of the woods, and all of a sudden, everybody was Bills fans. I know. And then they were retreated back into the woods, and only the true Bills fans are left. Yes. Still claiming to be Bills fans. It's, it's a really tough process. Yeah. And I think the older we get to, the glory is going to be so much better. But the heartbreak, Mark, is also getting worse and worse each year. Well, yeah, because you know you're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, only got 30 more years, probably. 30 to... No, you no, probably... No, yeah, I was going to say, I, I would only be 60. I've got like 40 to 50 more years, maybe, of sports cheering. Exactly. And so far, the Bills are 0 for 30 <laughs> in winning... They never have won. The Sens have never won in the their Sens have never 27 won. years of existence, I think it is. Yeah. Um, come close, but no. The, the Jays, Jays won, but we weren't even... We were three yeah. years old and four years old. So what is... Like, that doesn't even count. No. Really. So it's... It's tough. we got to stick with our teams now. We can't change. Cause no. no. Then you're, you're just the worst. Then you're Brad Miller. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, uh, we had one time, we had one time in our life where we seriously considered switching teams. Yes, then that was the Jays. That was the Jays. <laughs> and it was a long time, folks. We're talking 20 straight years of playoff-less baseball. Yeah. Never over five, like... Two games over 500 one year, two games below 500 the next. Like, it was constant. It was Gibbons uh, baseball, folks. It was. And we're sitting here looking at the Oakland A's every year just with a no, no budget whatsoever. Getting into the playoffs, immediately losing that first game, but they'd still, <laughs> yeah. they still would have a great season every single year. Yeah. And we said... F at one year. It was probably in 2014. It was like it was the year money. before it all changed. Can it, you know what it was? What? It was Moneyball. Oh, yeah, it when was Moneyball. Money That's out. right. Absolutely. <laughs> it was. Almost influenced by a Hollywood movie. Yeah. And that team, so the A's were in the playoffs, and it's like they win this one 
game, this one divisional game, yeah, or the wild card game, we are going to be Oakland Athletics fans for the rest of our lives. Yes. And thank God they lost that they game because it would be even more brutal being an Oakland Athletics fan. Oh man! Uh, so like it, it would just they always plus you'd be known as that fan who switched teams, and that's the worst type of fan ever. Oh yeah, because when the Jays started doing good again, we you know that we'd be right back on board. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna name one person, but I'm not gonna name their name. Okay, but I do know somebody who went from a Washington Redskins fan to a New England Patriots fan after they won a certain amount of championships. Wow. And is now a New England Patriots fan. Diehard. Well, I hope that they're diehard die for the... Yeah, exactly. I hope know? they're diehard for the next 20 years. Yeah. Because we will find out if you're a diehard or not. Exactly. New England Patriots fans. Oh, man. The Bills are on the rise. You know, I bet, I bet New England Patriots fans are the worst fans in the entire league. They are, absolutely. Because they will go away. The amount of fans that will go away when they start losing, yeah. which starts next year, yeah, because the Bills are going to start they're gonna take dominating the this thing, because they're stacked right now. Yeah. I mean, anyways, as soon as that starts happening, cannot wait to add all my New England Patriot fan friends that I will, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be talking to them for the first time in ages. Fan was in uh, quotations there, folks. If you didn't, uh, you can't see us, but yeah, I got a cousin who's a diehard Patriots fan. Also in quotations there. Yeah, can't wait, can't wait to see what he's like when, I can't uh, when they're losing. Wait for the Bills to be good next year. And who, um, Mark? We're we're going deep into the sports talk today on this podcast, as usual. That was just the Bills. And uh, the emotions of your team losing. I mean, yeah. we had to get it out. We're still grieving here, folks. It's only five days since... No, seven since, days ago. It was a week. Oh, it was on a Saturday. Week, it's Saturday. Yeah, seven days ago. Like, that's not a long time. No, you go into, I go into straight to not. I go into straight to not. <laughs> especially when it comes to the NFL. Because the NFL, they don't play... It's not like, you know, in the NHL, you lose game seven. Well, the other team's playing a game one, like, two days yeah, later. Yeah, I know. And here, it's like, well, they they wouldn't be playing this whole week anyways. They'd be preparing for the next game. Yeah. So I think it'll really start to hurt tomorrow when Houston's in the, in Kansas oh, City. I can't, I and you're sitting know. there, and you know that Buffalo should be playing that the game. The worst part is, Houston is going to get destroyed. They are. Yep. They don't have the defense. Nope. They're not that well, good. Well, actually, I just uh, I don't even want to talk about it, Mark. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we're not getting over it anytime soon. It's a tough... <laughs> That's the answer to that. It is a tough uh, road back. You basically, actually, you know what? I think Mahomes said it the best. Patrick Mahomes. He said it the best. He said, I didn't get over the fact that I lost the AFC championship until the moment the Super Bowl was done. As soon as the Super Bowl is done, then it's the next year you move on. And I think it's the same. Like, I feel, I'll probably feel like crap until the Super Bowl is done. It's like, okay, only one team can win. True. Then you start the next year, and let's get fired up for another year. Yeah, it's not like the Bills haven't been in the playoffs before in our lifetime. They were in the playoffs two years ago, but that didn't seem like a team that could win. No. You know, like, that was like, we're happy the drought is over. 14 years of straight not making the playoffs. We finally made it. Even if they lose, it doesn't matter. The drought's done. Yeah. And we were just happy to be there. This felt different this year. Which yeah, why, which is why it hurts so much. It's the first time we feel like we had a legitimate chance. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, hopefully there will be many more years of that to come. That'd be great. I think so. Um, um, yeah, but stuff. Okay, we're gonna I'm gonna call it there, Mark, before I get too emotional here. Yep. Um, we've got a bit of a grab bag last, so we were gonna yada 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 over the rest of the year, which we kind of did already, but we did, yeah. We're gonna, we are going to grab bag of topics. I think we got to do one more commercial, and then we will hit the airwaves again with a bit of a grab bag for you folks. We're not going to say what's about yep. until you listen. My name is Mark Mullen. You're Brian. It's Mullen over, Mark Mullen. And now, a joke from our sponsors. 
Is Auntie Diane having her baby today? Why did you think she was about to give birth? Because you, t you said today was Labor Day! <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, folks, uh, we just want to talk to you today about the absolute blowout sale party pack available right now. Get your credit cards out, folks. And give us your money. Labor Day weekend, blowout sale party pack. Quantities limited. Nice. You've got a minute to win it. You've got a minute to what? You've got a minute to win it. All right, Mark, how do you explain this segment? So this segment is basically you have a minute to sort of illustrate a point of yours um, that we predetermined. You're just going to have one minute, one minute only to talk about it. We're going to have the other person. They're going to have the timer. They're going to give you cues as to when it's over, and, uh, yeah, and you're just going to have to talk about the topic, and uh, we'll see how this goes. We're going to do uh, three each, where we talk on our own, and then we're going to talk about one topic together. Okay. okay. So, we'll each have a turn talking talk about that. We'll get into that, and that happens. Good so, explanation, Mark. The, uh, the first one, we will start with you. Yeah. And it is... The Orleans Movie Theater. Yes. If you don't mind, if you can talk about that for one minute. All right, folks. So I'll be quick about this. The Orleans Movie Theater, for those that are in Ottawa, is the best movie theater in Ottawa. It has the best seats, so comfortable, that they even took out a ton of seats to put less seats in to make it more of an enjoyable experience. Now, you are basically sitting in a lazy boy while you're watching your movie. You can put your seat up with the uh, footrest out. Seconds. Uh, you're lying down, essentially, just watching this movie. You can move the armrest up if you're a couple, and you can cuddle even if you wanted to. We, I went to the movies last night in Orleans. Me and Solange actually had the double armrest, so we couldn't seconds. do that. But it was a very enjoyable experience. All to say, this is the exact same price as a regular movie, but it has amazing seats. You should go to the Orleans movie theater for your next movie. That's it. That's a very quick minute, Mark. It is a very quick minute. You're I know. This is gonna be this is gonna be hard for me. Did you know that the Canada movie theater is the exact same? The exact same. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but you've been to a movie in a while. Clear? No, I've been, I've just been going to the Orleans movie theater. Right, so I got a funny story on that. I okay. can't. I can't get into it now. No, you gotta, you gotta go. minute. It's a minute to win it, Mark. Uh, you're going to talk about the importance of alumni games. Go. Yeah. So you know when you're in sports, uh, some people that have been in sports, they didn't, you know, varsity anything, or like maybe even you go to a uh, you know junior hockey, something like that, or even school. Anyways, you um, you play in in sports for a period of time, like four years. And then the alumni games come by every once in a while. And or once a year, there's an alumni game. And I have had a struggle getting to the, the, the alumni seconds. game. And personally, I mean, the thing about the alumni game is nobody really actually cares about the alumni game. But is it important for alumni to go there? I think, sure, every once in a while. If you live close, I mean, seconds. it absolutely does make sense to go to alumni games, but if you live far away, like I, I think the expectation should be once every seven or eight years. I mean, here I am getting bombarded about not being, uh, not going there any any year at all. Done. <laughs> if we were point scoring that, I would have to give you a negative point. So wow. You didn't even get to your point. I don't know if I had a point going into that. I, <laughs> That didn't really make make a lot of sense. I didn't know where I was going from the beginning there. But anyways, uh, we'll go to uh, go to the next one, and that is your strong um, opinion that Hungarian sausage is the best sausage. And you have one minute. Go. 
Yeah, Mark, um, the Hungarian sausage is the best sausage. Uh, and I'm going to go in particular their dried sausage because there are multiple sausages that you can go for. Now, you've had both. You've had the cooked Hungarian sausage, which is called kielbasa. Uh, we had it in university. But we all, I've also given you the treat of dried sausage. And the dried Hungarian sausage, also known as chabai, is the best in the best I've ever tasted. Um, you can have it with anything. You can have it cheese and crackers. You can have it on a slice of bread if you want. You don't dress it up. You just have to taste it, and the flavor itself does the dressing. You don't have to put any condiments on this. You have it, and you are in heaven. You want to eat a whole stick of the sausage, but you can't because it's too fattening, but also the fattening makes it that much good, and the spices in the flavor. It's a quick minute, eh? Oh, it's Don't a quick you. minute. So, was that convincing? Yeah, it was pretty convincing. I mean, I like that. I like the So, anybody that's spent more than five minutes in the Zorgo residence in, in your parents' house has been treated to sausage at one time or another. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cindy's pretty quick. It's like she's ready for you. you know? Oh, yeah. She's prepared that platter. Oh, yeah. Now, that's probably that platter must have just went to you a lot of times. Yeah, for sure it did. And funny story about that, which I won't get into right now. Me and Solange actually had our first fight over this, uh, over reenacting the Cindy's Oral cheese platter. Oh, wow. Yeah, funny story. We'll go into it another time. Though. I would love to hear that. That's interesting. All right, well, I'll tell you really quick. <laughs> okay, we're sure. on the way to uh, Byron's Christmas party, Byron right. and Ashley's uh, Christmas party. Yeah. And uh, my, I told all the boys ahead of time I'm bringing Hungarian sausage. I was going to make a Cindy Zorgo platter. Now, if you know, the Cindy Zorgo platter is classic. It's got your Triscuits and your Beet Thins. It's got your marble cheese cut up into rectangles. Yep. And it's got your... Hungarian sausage cut up. Yeah, so this, standard, is, every this time. is what I'm picturing when we're going into the store. Now, Solange is picturing a cheese platter, an original cheese platter, where it's like different types of cheeses, one that we saw on New Year's, all the different types of cheeses with the different types of crackers. Um, sometimes there's fruit, like a charcuterie type board. Yeah. So she's picking out all these other fancy cheeses, and I'm saying, no, we just need the marble cheese, like the standard marble cheese. We just aren't those type of people. and We just like our marble cheese, you know? <laughs> yeah. we're, we're simpletons. <laughs> and, so, and so, like, it got to the point where she's picking them out, and I'm like, you're, you're doing a whole different platter. This is not what we're responsible for. We're responsible for Hungarian sausage. Cheese and triscuits. That's it. That's it. That's all. And um, yeah, it was like a. It wasn't our first fight, I guess. It wasn't even an argument. It was just a, a miscommunication, we'll say. But it was. It got to the point where like she's like, okay, I'm putting it back, and I was like, no, don't put it back. Like whatever, we'll grab it. And, you know the whole spiel. But anyways, it was pretty funny. Well, yeah, it would be pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Cindy Zorgel has a way of doing it. She has, she's been doing that way her whole life. <laughs> yeah. And I would uh, strictly go by what she says in any situation like that. Um, okay. So All right. So uh, you're back up, Mark. Your topic next is getting back into the gym. Yeah. Go. Not an easy thing to do, folks, getting back into the gym. You have to – so I just kind of came off, uh, off cancer, so I haven't been in the gym in like eight months. So it's been tough. And I didn't have really any energy left. If you've done any research about chemotherapy, it's not an easy thing to just come back from. So anyways, so what I tried to do is I tried to go pretty hard that first day, and my legs wouldn't even let me. I was convulsing in the gym. I was unable to use my legs in the gym. It was insane. Um, 30 seconds. So I had... <laughs> So what you gotta do is you gotta do you gotta get back you gotta do let's some light cardio try to do as much cardio as you can I do five minutes four machines that's twenty minutes cardio it's only five minutes at each machine it's a pretty good way of doing it then you get into your other work if you want to do some uh, you know work on the back or work on the shoulders or the chest do anything you want just do take it light one day at a time and you'll eventually get your strength back I'm already noticing big gains but it's about two months for me so uh, this has been working for me. Oh, Mark, coming in under the minute. Well done. Well don't know done. if I got my point across that well, but I mean, it came under the minute. Yeah, um, well, the point was you got to start slow. 
Yeah, I started too heavy. Yeah. My legs said, you're not able to do that right now. Yeah. Stop working. You listen to your body. Yeah, so my big problem right now is I have not done legs at all. Just cardio. Okay, that's fine. You're, you're, you got an excuse. I'm terrified of legs now because I, uh, I ripped my, my quad last year. Yeah, you were also trying to go too heavy. Yeah, trying to go too heavy. Not a really good form. Uh, I remember that, actually. You, you have a story on that. Like, come back to, to come into one of Molly's classic stories, but who knows? Might have to. All right, let's get to the next thing. Yeah. Um, what do you got? To, Number five. Okay, yeah, you, you felt very strongly about it. And you know what? I feel very strongly about this one, too. Yeah, I think you'll agree with me on this. First names are overrated. Go. First names are overrated. Molly. Um... You've actually brought this up in recent times because I've started to call you Mark more often because you refer to yourself as Mark Mullen on this podcast. And you know what? I don't like calling you Mark. I don't think it feels natural. I like calling you Mully. You don't like me calling you Mark. Mark isn't even your first name to start with, which is my whole point that first names are overrated. I don't think we call any of our friends. I could list the Toronto boys right now. Hill, Shafe, Wheeze, like... Carlo is maybe the only exception. Jeff James, we have to include his last name there. Andrew, we call I call him Andy. Like it's not even McMillan. You know, like just first names are overrated. Ferris, Miller, fuck it. Luke. Luke might be the only one. Uh, Levesque, like I'm just naming my friends here, folks. And it's all last names for the most part. Okay, not bad. Um, yeah, last names are overrated. That is, uh, or sorry, uh, first names are overrated. It's it's awfully interesting the people that are named by their first name, right? Like yeah. Luke. Like every oh. everybody's using their last. Like in uh, some people call him Skirk. Yeah. Like if you go to like his if you go to basketball, everybody was called Skirk. Oh yeah. Okay. But our I group of know. friends, we call him Luke, and it's just. <laughs> He's the only one out of the Ottawa boys. I'm thinking now, like, Mary, I didn't list Merriman, Kaz, yeah. uh, Foss, like, all these guys were just... Yeah, definitely, like... Last name guys. Like, Luke is definitely the blue duck and the all-yellow duck pump. You know who you know? else, maybe? Jay. Jay gets called by his first oh, name. But sometimes he's right, it too. Who knows? Phil. Phil it also Jay. depends on the, the type of, like, what you're... Like, I've seen, like, Miller angry at Jay, and he calls him Bennett when he's angry at Jay when he's not angry, you know? <laughs> nice. Like, and then that happens. It, I don't know. It's funny in the context how you, how you name, how you, like, talk to people. But, yeah, it has been weird that you've just been starting to randomly calling me Mark. It's been, like, but it's recent. All, and it's it's only gone. because of this podcast. It is. Really it's is. because you're referring to yourself as Mark. Anyways, I'm, I'm going to start can. calling you Molly from now on, and... That's yeah. how I'm going to refer to you as. Yeah, everyone calls me Molly. Any friend of mine calls me Molly. So if you call me Molly, I'll probably respond to you in a friendly tone. Or I'll correct you and say that's Mark to you. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're here, folks. Um, going on topic number six, this is going to be our last one before we go into our combined minute to win it. Uh, living at home. Go. Yeah, so Brian, I've been living at home for far too long here. This is insane. I'm still 30 years old, still living at home. The problem is that living, the cost of living is ridiculous nowadays. How are you, renting is absolutely, you can barely afford it, and renting sucks. So then what do you got to do? You got you to gotta save for a house. Well, the thing is, houses just cost so much as well. Like, it's, it's an insane time that we're living in right now. So the only plausible thing for to save money at all is you got to live at home. The problem is, then you got people exactly. like Jimbo on you that are just watching every move you're doing and are commenting on every move you're doing. Like it's like an instant replay. It's like TSN watching TSN five times. It's like it's like him replaying the last thing I did an hour ago. It's uh, it's a hard way to do it. It's not an easy way to live. I'm probably not going to last much longer. But uh, it's been a heck of a ride, and I think my roommates are sick of me, just as I'm sick of them, and we're in a mutual understanding that everyone needs me to get the hell out. <laughs> Great timing, Mark. On the minute. Yeah. Um, hilarious. Nice TF TSN reference, because I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, 
but you make great points there. Cost of living's out of control. And it's hard, man. It's yeah, hard to like come out with anything. Like, how do you save anything? Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> when all your bills are coming up to like two thousand bucks. Yeah, it's like, a it, lot of money, or whatever it is. You know, it's uh, anyways. All right, everyone, uh, everyone feels that. I am sure you're hitting a lot of uh, a lot of feels. No, a lot of. Uh, well, some people have to. Some people are probably established and they're just like, God, look at this loser living at home. <laughs> <laughs> Which is possible. I mean, I am. I am a loser that lives at home. But, uh, but other people are probably going to appreciate the, the struggle. You know? Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Sure. So You're not the only one. The next thing I want to, I want to take some time with, and I want, I want to challenge you. Only 45 seconds for this one. 45? Okay. Even if you can last 45. I don't even know. But I'm going to try. So something what we both realized in the last five minutes is... That there's an app out there that we both don't know what it actually does. Yeah. So we are going to take our best guess on what we think TikTok, the point of TikTok is. Brian, you're first. Go. TikTok is an application that you can download on your phone. And you can dance to music of your choice. And... It's a funny video. It doesn't last too long. So uh, I'm going to guess there's a 20-second limit. You have your best opportunity to dance and to some music. There's There's got to be some music to it. And, yeah, people subscribe to your page so they can watch you dance when you upload videos. That's all I got, Mark. Okay. About 38 seconds. <laughs> I mean, that's about as far as I, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go 38 seconds. Let's go. All right, go. Okay, so TikTok is a, is a platform in which I believe you it gives you a song and you lip sync. I think you lip sync and okay. dance. Now, I'm probably wrong about this. This is what I think is, is so you just have a dance, you have a song, you're lip syncing, and people just follow like, what your video looks like as you're lip syncing songs, which is pretty relevant because you know the majority of these boy bands and girl bands go out there and they're lip syncing anyways, right? So you know maybe we can all do that. So maybe TikTok allows you to do that. Pure guess, no idea. Thirty-eight seconds. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Um, that's our minute to win it segment, folks. We want to hear from you at No Reply at markandbrian.com whether or not you want to hear more Minute to Win It. Yeah, and if you do, give us a couple topics for us to talk about for God's sake. Exactly. We love talking about things. Alright, uh, should we go to, uh, to another commercial? No, I think we're done for commercials today, Mark. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Liberty Weekend might not like that, but um, I want to talk about one thing, Mark. We've been talking about it a lot on the last few podcasts. We are going to start an Instagram account today. Yes. The yes. time has come. We yes. deserve an Instagram account. People need this Instagram account. People need to know the word that this is available to them. Yeah, and I've, I've had a few complaints where they're not getting through to our email, you know, which is fine. Oh. But now, I know. And uh, maybe what they can do is comment on our Instagram page certain things, whether they like that topic of the post or if they want to hear something new that they think is exciting you know they can comment there what do you think hey it's a it's a plausible platform the email is pretty solid email is pretty solid yes but if there was another platform that was available to people i'm sure that they would appreciate the fact that we had an instagram page uh available for them maybe to see you know some background uh you know in the studio kind of stuff i'm sure people would like that jazz I think it'd be a big hit. Um, we don't have a name for you yet, folks, but uh, if you follow us both on Instagram, at Zori44 and... At MarkMullen77. We will be sure to follow that account soon. So, And maybe post something about it. Yeah. I, you know what? I think uh, we can brainstorm ideas right now. I'm thinking uh, Mark and Brian Yao. You yeah. like the yow, eh? I like yow. Yeah. I think it's a weird thing. Or uh, maybe um, mulling it over yow. I think mulling it over should be like the main. If we can get at mulling it over. No, I mean, yeah. If we, got, yeah, if we get on. Yeah, I mean, that'd be. If we can't, we might go mulling it over 77. 
I was going to say 77 has been big for our gaming careers. Yes. I'm wow. Super Dougie 77. You're Mark Mullen 77. Yep. Foster's Mufasta 77. Merriman's Snorlax 77. 77's a big number in it our is. lives. So why don't we just make it that? Mullen it over, 77. Pretty good chance we'll get that. If not, Mullen it over. You search Mullen it over, you're going to get either one. Exactly. Perfect. I like Perfect. it. You want to call it an episode, Brian? I think so. I'm. Uh, we're about to watch some playoff football here. That is right. That is starting absolutely right now. So we got to get going. I think it's a heck of an episode. Looking forward to 2020 here, Brian. I enjoyed it. Uh, also looking forward to 2020. And uh, a couple of things in 2019 we're going to go come back to. We'll probably do a, uh, at least a segment each at one point during the year. I'll talk about Miami. You'll talk about uh, British Columbia. But you, the funny thing is, today we didn't even get into the biggest segment of uh, the episode, which is Mullen's classic story. Yeah, which we'll have to do uh, on 2020. We'll have soon. to do it next episode. We also had a user feedback segment uh, from an anonymous listener that wanted to talk about the mouse sweats. That's right, and what our <laughs> strategies are when we're about to puke. Which, I'm a puker, everyone. I puke. <laughs> I don't, but I would be very interested in to hear the strategies in case I ever have, do have to do. Okay. Well, you have a lot to look forward to. <laughs> My name is Mark Mullen. I'm Brad Zorro. And this is Mullen Rover with Mark Mullen. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good week.